Hi, this is Tim at Family Fun Experience Theater, and we want to invite you again to some of the upcoming events here we have at Family Fun Experience. We do live interactive shows year-round, and some of the upcoming events are the Fun and Game Show coming up soon. We do that one as one of our whole audience game shows. I know we have a Disney, Pixar, and Beyond game show that's coming up as well. We have a bunch of other fun events that are coming up, some whodunit mysteries. We have a superhero and, and villain show, which is called the Marvel vs. DC Costume Rumble. And so we're encouraging people on October 13th, that Saturday evening, we're going to have a whole show full of superheroes and villains, but we're also going to invite you to come out and wear your costume, everybody in the family. And if you just wear your secret identity, that's okay too. Superheroes, villains, you're all welcome to come out on October 13th for that show. And I know we've got a bunch of other shows coming up as well. So we'd love to see you out here at Family Fun Experience. And stay tuned for more details about the Bethlehem Inn, which will be an interactive dinner theater experience here at Family Fun Experience this December. When hope was all we had, it comforted us, inspired us, convicted us, and set us free. This summer, celebrate safely at the only place dedicated entirely to the one book that continues to bring our nation healing, strength, and hope. Museum of the Bible. Tickets available now. What is going on, everybody? This is Duke White. You're watching Real Life with Duke White. I'm here with my man, D.C. James, a uh, good friend of mine for years, amazing mentor, teacher. Uh, now, most of you guys know that organization uh, is not necessarily my strong suit uh, at admin stuff. But the scripture does say uh, to not neglect the work of administration. And that's one of the things that he kind of Helps me, he guides me, tries to do the best he can. He's been trying to reel me in for 20 years. <laughs> like, come on, man, get it together. Show me your papers. Yeah. So, um, he's also an author, uh, father, business owner. Man, we talked about this before. You know, you guys have seen him on the show before, but, um, we recently had the opportunity to go to the Bible Museum. Yeah, no. uh, and, and one of the reasons why I started, oh, by the way, I want to make sure you guys remember, make sure you go to comingsoonjesus.org and get some of our merchandise to help us uh, continue to show, to help us do what we do. But we're about to start traveling. We got some really cool things for you in the future coming. So, But uh, this is one of the shows that I'm talking to you about, why you want to support Coming Soon Jesus. But we went to the Bible Museum, uh, and I want to... And, 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 I want to start with the introduction with, with the security guard. Oh, no. I thought, it, <laughs> I thought that was really cool. The museum is in good hands. You know what I mean? And, and I thought, wow. Yeah. You know, because, you know, again, I, that, that administrative side, there's, well, no matter what your idea is, right, there's the other side to it. So you right. might want to be a writer. Well, there's the editor side to it. Right. Then, then you might want to be a musician, but then there's the production side to it. Um, when he, when we got to the security, you know, and it was just like, sir, sir, you know, right. stand one at a time, one at a time. How did you feel about that? Well, I, I, I got it. There's that state of, uh, uh, of being on, you know, it was, I mean, I got, it, it was maybe a little bit too high level, like <laughs> Defcon, you know, five or something. Right, right. Uh, but he didn't tackle me like in Monsters Inc. and shave me and, and quarantine me. So, but it was pretty, yeah, it, it was pretty, pretty intense. intense. And I asked, of course, hey, I'm willing to comply, but just be clear. Be, be clear. You just be clear. <laughs> so I'm already in the building. You asked me to come in the building, but you wanted me to go back outside the door. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I wasn't going to move more 
I loved it. I, I, I yeah. love watching how you handled it. Subtle. Yeah, you said, and, but you, and I like yeah. how your response to that tense moment was like, yeah. "Okay, brother, be clear." Yeah, be clear. Be clear. I thought right. that was very cool how you yeah. did that. Um, and then, of course, uh, we we go in, and I started seeing some stuff. I already knew that I was going to talk to you about this stuff yeah. outside of the stuff, the clips that we're going to show you. I was when I was there. I was thinking about sitting here talking to you about this stuff because I, when I looked at the Bible Museum, I, I immediately thought, "What goes into this? Right. You know, licensing, structure, all the admin thing." And it was like, God, could you ever give me something like this? Could you ever trust me to be in charge of something like this? It was so well put together, and the standard was set so high, and it's just like. Well, you would have to mature in these areas in order for me to trust you like this, this, and this. And uh, when I saw that I did, there is a desire for that corporate side of me, yeah. for coming to Jesus, for everything that we're doing. Um, but it's like, man, you're going to have to, you have to grow up some more. Right. And I didn't know that there was still room to grow up at 45. Yeah, I know, there's always room. <laughs> so, uh when you look at the Bible Museum, what are some things that just just off the surface level would say, okay, this is some of the stuff that would have to go into that. This is the kind of discipline that would be required to attain something like that. Well, I definitely initially on the outside, uh, I tend to look at there is that storefront that this is basic and simple. Is it clean? Is it just clean? I got it. I can. I don't know what the materials are. I don't know how much steel, how much wood, right. how much glass. But is it clean? Right, right. And I walk up to it, and it's like that's the obvious. So of course, that's the thing that I initially seen. And then of course access, because now we're coming on the parking. So if I look at Queen of Sheba, who already deals with the Solomon, who has a big reputation, who knows how it's been inflated, right? right? Her key to me was to get in and see the condition of the workers. So when you're in a space where it's like they are smiling, they're dressed, they're uniform, they're not complaining. You see that, they, yeah. When you see that, I, I get excited when I see a grocery store just has their groceries in line. <laughs> but it helps to make sure there's a cart and the entryway is clean and there's nobody that's in the entryway that's glum. So it don't it doesn't matter when I go inside the store. I just had an initial feeling so when i came to the museum yeah i don't know what's inside but i'm the guy just driving by walking by and i turn aside it's like i wonder what's going on in that building right and it does help if you got some food and yeah. some nice fra fragrance and aromas and music those are the things that can drive drive your attention but that thing is the first is it clean is it clean is it as sexy, as you, you, you know you know what's funny about that is when i think of, so part of the reason that i'm bringing this up this is real life with duke white so we talk we talk really real uh is is that i do know a lot of um there's i, I know you, you told me about a couple of years ago about this this guy who said don't worry be crappy oh yeah, yeah. Just, so there is a startup place where you have to start up yeah but you can still keep a standard in your startup. Right. That's Guy Kiyosaki. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. said, go ahead. But I laugh, I always laugh when I hear that. Just go ahead and be crappy. Yeah. Just, yeah. just get just started. Just roll it out. It yeah. ever be perfect and pristine. How, and we'll work it as we go. And I, I remember thinking, like, how can you say that when your standard is so high? But I realized that it's a momentum you're talking about. Once you get started, you're still aiming at the standard. Exactly. Uh, and I, I, I wanted to have this conversation because I want to show the body of Christ 
of what it looks like when you do it the right way. So here's a, a real quick clip of us at the impact of the Bible at the Bible Museum in Washington, D.C. What was it about the Bible that attracted you? I think uh, looking at when I first saw the Bible, I was at, a, I guess it was a camp, and they had a bazaar. And it's, in, it's embedded and burned in my brain of looking at the first three words of the Bible in the beginning. Wow. So even looking at just a youth worker just put her finger on that. And so I was probably seven years old. And just had a bazaar doing fun things and people in costumes and that finger right on the, in the beginning. And then the second impact where it was my father who gave me, uh, uh, I think it was Matthew uh, 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things have been. Yeah. And I was estranged from my father, so I wasn't raised by him, but I was going through something in 92. Yeah. And I felt compelled to call him. Right. And that was the first scripture he gave me. Wow. And even, even with your name, the name James, you know, the, the word of God is, I know some people think it's in the book, but right. it's everywhere. And, yeah. uh, and that's what we're going to discover. So uh, we're going to explore more of the Bible Museum. We'll see you soon. All right. So you just saw us at the impact of the Bible section of the uh, Bible Museum. And, and, you know, when it was overwhelming. The displays were like, they, you, you could see that they put care into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It's so inviting. Uh, what was one of the most memorable things that you saw there? Do, 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 something that really caught you? Uh, I think that big old printing press. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I didn't want to yeah, influence yeah. you, but I was like, yeah. that. That was the first one. The other one was with the garden when we kind of walked into these the trees and the and the sound effects. And right. That was the first time I got it, we saw or listened to some other things that were in a theatric, but this was actually in the theme. So it was kind of like I can hear the noise effects of the wine from the grapes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And there was a big mill. The Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of it's like I felt like I really walked into a village. Yeah, Not yeah. Not like yeah. a little enclave or a display window. No, you're kind of walking into the world. And, and the noise and yeah, yeah that, so th that that right there, I gotta Sound tell you, effects. when they actually yeah. show you what Jesus's kind of town would look like, what the neighborhood in that day See would look like, this, yeah, You're that like was really there, good. The neighborhood, like yeah. wow, uh, the trees, the yeah, it, yeah, yeah, that was really. And and, and, yeah. and so when you. When you when you're doing any, a, a faith-based event, or you are, you know, um, you know, being a, an, an innovator and being creative, don't be intimidated by the start. So I'm not intimidated by the way they did it right. I'm inspired by it. Right. Okay. But I do know that they paid attention to details. I do know that they got the arts involved. Um, so I do have to ask you this: Like, do you think that? We, as the body of Christ, in a lot of cases, cut corners on certain principles, and that's why sometimes when we try to do bigger things, they don't turn out. I think a lot of that can be where it's the last-minute production. We live in a time where it's like a lot of things quick and easy, fast, down and dirty, and I got it sometimes we're impatient. We'll still be looking on something where it's kind of like, you've just been waiting a few minutes, and that's just the Pop-Tart right. in, in the oven. I got it, Mom's Cake. It's going to take a while to mix it. Right. Put it together. Put it in the oven. Right. But it's going to be good if, you, if you're patient. And I think sometimes when it comes to our excitement, even attention to detail, it's hard for The scripture says it'll be in the last days hard to endure sound doctrine. 
So to keep our attention span, I got to give it to me real quick. Get, get on with it. You know, roll it out. And there's things to be appreciated where it's like, just take your hand, even in the area of mastery, because those details, it's worth putting the time in. Yeah. And it'll look like it's a rushed last-minute production, and that's, you get what you... Yeah. Can. You know what's funny is that when, when, I, when I look at, especially um, artists, they take their time with each stroke and this and that, and, you know, and they'll finish it, and, and it's like, oh, it's not done yet. They're still edging up, and they're still yeah. doing this, and they're still doing that. When I look at authors, which you are an author yourself, you know, it's like, okay, let's reread this again. It's like you just it wrote again. it. And, and then you, read it again. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Yeah. And, and so I, I, I don't want uh, uh, too many of you out there to be confused on why there's a difference between your product and someone else's product, your idea and someone else's idea. If you see someone flourishing, there is a reason why. And most people will want to say it's money. And I do understand that that is the case to a certain degree. But there's always something you can do to at least, you know, you know, mimic the standard. You know what I'm saying? Where you may not be able to get a well-known artist that's worth $50 million, but there's an artist that's dedicated that takes his work just as seriously that, that you, you can find someone some way. And so don't be uh, paralyzed by the need for money in your startup or in your idea. Cause I, I just feel like believers sometimes give up too quick on the idea because they're intimidated by the cost but I know the scripture tells us to count the cost. Count the cost. There's other things that are intangible. So that's a part of that counting the cost. Well, you made a good point about it being monetary. Well, if you're only looking at the zeros, my attitude when I coach people, encouraging people, don't look at the number. Look at what you desire and what you want. It's like it's not a right or wrong decision. It's about making the decision right. <laughs> so here it is. That's what I desire. That's what I want. Make no compromise on it. Then we can come to the table and negotiate the deals on what those are. And sometimes it's not about moving the comma on the zeros. There's other different intangibles. So if we work out terms. We can work out things on percentage or right. maybe even the arrangement. Maybe there is a trade-in if that is with the car or with the house. Or here it is. I got something that is in collateral or something of other things that are of interest and of worth. So these are the things where at least I can come where I have a passion and desire. So that's my first earnest. And then I can get creative with the deal. I can get creative with the financing. I can get creative with maybe other things that they may need. A lot of, a lot of times you can be swapping off gift sets. Well, hey, I'll service it in this way. I'll provide the gift set, skill set. Mm -hmm. Make sense? So there's other things that we can parlay with which to me makes the deal fun because now it becomes customized and unique. Yeah, I, do, I noticed that I, I, you see that at the Bible Museum. By the way, the Bible Museum does a great job at talking about, like, culture, you know, the, the, like the impact of the Bible. But then there was, like, the, the Chosen had a section where you literally could watch the Chosen, and they were inviting those innovations. And that's, I'm like, that's partnership. Right. You know, the, the, the Chosen is a completely different organization than the Bible Museum, right. but they have a place for them there. Right. They have a partnership there. Um, and, when I, and, and, and so, the, you know, developing those partnerships, uh, even, if you, even if you are in your infancy, right. those partnerships are going to be important, and networking with people is going to be extremely important because of the fact that uh, you ultimately can't do it alone. Well, Liz, here we are. The big moment of truth. <gasps> wow. Increíble. 
<laughs> Buenazo. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Let's do this. <laughs> Troy, keep up, girls. Told you, Izzy. Sometimes you just gotta think bigger. <sighs> it sure is good to be back. Right, yeah, that's the concept that I take and took from the museum that it was, which you spoke about earlier. It's the community. So community becomes that co-op. It becomes that which, of course, I'm partnering with. It's We catch more fish with the net. Right, right. And I got it. There's some single fishermen out there, some great anglers. But when I walked into that museum, it was a, it was a cacophony. It was a, a, a community of. Right. And these are the people who have been able to carry that, whatever it was, in their charge. And now they contribute to this big operation of, hey, this can be on display. I remember the part where it was the, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, from the, uh, uh, the Bill, Billy Graham. Uh, right, uh, right. The Bill, uh, what was his name, Shay? The guy that had the oh, piano Shea, there. They had his, his Steinway. And you said, this is his piano. This that is, <laughs> and in our dispensation, I got it. It ain't the old Testament where there's a wine And press. guess what, guess what else, guys? Yeah. This is, I got to tell you, yeah. I watched you turn to a little boy. Oh, Look yeah, at yeah, yeah. I watched you turn to a little boy when you saw the frosty stairs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got turned out. Yeah, yeah, I got turned out. I got turned out. I got turned out. You guys, the frosty stairs. You guys, you guys, you guys, it's something for those two. The child that's inside me. Yep. You saw, you were like, that's, that's it, right? Like, if I, I can tell it. You get, if you had a house like that, you'd have the frosty right, stare. Right. You're yeah, the frosty yeah. stare but guy. But those things, of course, from our time, and again, I was making mention with the, the Steinway piano, uh, Elvis's Bible. Elvis then, but, so yeah. it, it's not just all old, ancient, biblical right. stones. And, and, and what, things, what I but, thought is interesting, they cared about the elevator ride. Mm. And they had the, the LED lights in the elevator, right? Yeah. Like that's a, when you when you watch yeah, those kind of details. Before, yeah, even, even, like I said, it was like it. It's something about the entryway, the gates that kind right. of invite you in. It, so right. now it just gets better and better. The cafeteria was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there and was. What did you say? How long it would take if that was? It's seven days. It's seven days. So yeah, we will itself. be bringing you back. We will be bringing you more information. But we just, you know, we want to make sure that you guys get motivated to come. We're going to be showing you more stuff. We tried our best to get out of the impact of the Bible, but yeah, that place was just so safe. Yeah. fascinating. So you mentioned earlier about the Gutenberg Press. Mm. I, you gotta, man. You gotta tell everybody what it was. What it was that really got you before we go into the clip. But but right. tell everybody what it was that really got you. I think, of course, where we are now, it's like we we can just do things <laughs> digitally, man. We can I can airdrop my files yeah. digitally, and it's done. But to see this press, you got to crank. You had they had a picture of showing the actual room of where these tiles are in these filing cabinets. So to put each tile in, roll ink, get paper, crank this thing down for one paper. And now you got to do that how many times over so many pages yeah. without having a mistake? And so I was overwhelmed. No, I got to get you. Yeah. yeah. It's like this is involved. <laughs> this is involved. It's like I'll push one button. I got a digital printout. I'm and, and you do have to. Yeah. You, I mean, like, I I know that this generation, and I get it, guys, because you guys are growing up with all, with all the stuff in there, but... You do when you. When you I, I know that there's an arrogance. There's, I call it modern arrogance. There's a modern arrogance where you think like we're smarter than our predecessors, and it's like, okay, 
No, you know, we're still on the same as far as intellectual level, but you, you, if you feel anything other than appreciation, you gotta, that's kind of wrong. Don't be arrogant like that because, right. you know, when you look at that kind of the innovation. The predecessors, what it took. Dude, like, we saw, yeah. I mean, it really looks like, like the Flintstone type car. Is, Fl- is Fred Flintstone and the Red Rock is, yeah, and Guys, they still got that press and, there. And even when I was showing you the clip, and even though it's showing you the it's not the same when you're standing in front yeah, of it. Yeah. Everyone's going to hit you up like, we right. got what yeah, you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, we yeah. see it now. We see it. Uh, Bedrock and the Jetsons <laughs> are two different worlds. Bedrocks and the Jetsons are two different worlds. Um, we also saw something that was very powerful, which was the impact of the Bible to the the prisoners. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty intense. Seeing the... the, 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 the um, you know, just this idea that there are career... There, people who are not getting out of prison but still found that message still saved yeah still, still in a call anointed appointed and and and, yeah. and we're called to them because yeah. you know when i when i think about jesus and when did you go visit the least of these of the prisoner you know and it's like you, it, it's really interesting matter of fact we're going to show you this clip check this out well folks this is real life with Duke White, and we're still here. You're about to lock us up. <laughs> we, we, we haven't left this one section. We uh-huh. do not apologize because we're absorbing some really good information. Yeah. Uh, and to be totally honest with you, it's seven days of being here to really give you some insight on, like, seven days to do the whole museum. Right. So this is a Disney trip. This is a whole, like, you've got to really uh, do this. Uh, Bring so, lunch. Backpack. Yeah, this is work, guys. Uh, so we thought that uh, we're going to be zipping in and out. Yeah. Uh, that's not happening. No. That's not going to happen. So, but what we can promise is that we're going to be back to keep showing you more stuff that we, we, but we, the whole idea of this is to encourage you to come yourself. Exactly. Um, Take in the whole experience. Yeah. And- Take your time. We're going at a different pace on a whole different schedule. But. And still failing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still <laughs> ain't scratched the surface. Not even scratched the surface. But we're not going to leave you hanging. We're yeah. going to give you some great pictures, videos. And we're going to try to do better. But this is what happens. We're the guys you get afraid of to give a microphone to. Because <laughs> we'll preach. Right, uh, right. But we're, we're trying, guys. Uh, but... Uh, it's it's amazing, and and I'm going to tell you, it's going to happen to you uh, when you get when you guys get here. Now, I did want to bring this up. This caught your attention. Uh, yeah. What 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 hit home about this? Well, uh, I, I've had uh, those encounters. Uh, not any heavy time, but I understand what it is to be a little disorderly mm-hmm. uh, in my life. Where yeah, uh, even as a young man in a detention home. And uh, being locked up is not a good thing. It's yeah, not a favorable yeah. uh, look. But of course, there were those who were in that in that setting with me, understood and was able to give me help and mentoring and support. Uh, so I wasn't necessarily a career criminal, but those are the things. Of course, I've had that experience with. And of course, I had a time where I encountered God. Yeah. In jail. The yeah. reading material were Bibles. <laughs> right. And was able to be still long enough to read and get impartation, restoration, revelation in the space of the work. Yeah. That 
quiet time. God so, does visit you by the Spirit. Yeah, and so, his so word in I know that yeah. uh, many people who watch our show, they're incarcerated. So yeah. we want to let you know that we are thinking about you and yep. we are praying for you and we do have you on our minds. Uh, and I myself have many encounters with the law, uh, you know, because of either being drunk in public or uh, being rowdy and, you know, just uh-huh. being out there. And there are these moments where I don't feel like I matter. And, and, and it would end up, that self-destructive mood mm-hmm. would end up in jail. You, you end up locked up. You, right. you know. uh, but one of the things that I would always find is that God would even go there, just like yeah. you just said. By his spirit, uh, by his word. By his word, he'd find a way, send somebody. And, right. that, and when I, I'll never forget this, um, because when I was there, it was almost like, okay, God, I've gone too far. Right. You can't use me now. And mm-hmm. it's like to feel that kind of compassion where he's like, when did I say that? Right. You said that. But when did I say that? Right. That's powerful. But um, I do want to ask, how do we get the reputation that we're judgmental mm. if God, especially if you read the Bible at all, mm. you can clearly see God's interaction with not necessarily the most cooperative of people. Want to see some dinosaurs? Unbelievable. Want to see Eden? It's almost time for the show. This is the Creation Museum. Prepare to believe. Do you struggle with leading your family in regular Bible devotions? I sure did. My wife and I have seven kids, age 12 and younger, and I found it tough to find the time and energy. So I built an app called Actors Bible to help me disciple my family through role-playing the Bible in an interactive, participational, exciting, and discovery-based way. It includes the entire Bible as a script, broken up into 62 acts, 833 scenes. It scrolls as a teleprompter with 360-degree visuals of the Holy Lands where the stories took place and epic soundtracks. My family casts parts, listens to the audio drama, and then launches the teleprompter, which spoon-feeds us our lines. We screen-share it to our living room TV, and the Bible comes to life each and every time in our home. At the end of every scene, the software asked each casted player what they learned about God and the main characters, as well as what they will commit to obeying and or changing, thus directly applying the story to their lives as the Holy Spirit reveals. We get points and title increases as we progress, with the goal of going through the entire Bible in one to three years. This really helps us stay consistent. I have seen my whole family transformed, especially myself, with just 15 minutes a day. We also do this in concert with other families too, all individually going through Actors Bible scene by scene for family devotions. All the families then gather together, cast parts, rehearse a few times, and then present the multiple scenes back to back for an evangelistic outreach performance for our communities. Actors Bible will transform your family Bible time and help you reach your community too. Try it for free today. Right. Do you see what I did there? Right. I see that. <laughs> I see that. Yeah, so what, what, how do we get this idea that, that believers are the judgmental people? Well, I think some of that can be where if we're misinterpreting, and I call it to where if that is if the spirit 
of the letter is neglected. I give you a good example of a scalpel. Mm-hmm. It's no good or evil, but it's going to be used differently with an unlearned mind Very than enough. with the mind that has the skill to bring the life in the cut as opposed to damaging nerves and causing you to bleed out. Right. So it's the spirit of the letter that saves. So if that, I got it, it's the word of God, it's the sword, I got it. But it's the nature and the mannerism of understanding, understanding how to rightly yeah. divide the when word. So if that. you use the word in that, in the name of God, the scripture says you'll kill, kill in my name, but that's not my nature. Call right. down fire on Capernaum. <laughs> that's not my nature. Right, right. It could happen, but that's the wrong spirit. 